0: Good morning. I do want to say welcome, everybody, to the Life is Positively Remarkable Forum. I'm C. Sproner, and I am your gratitude evangelist, and I'm thrilled to have you all here today. I'm pretty excited about today's guest, and we'll get to introducing him in just a bit. But first, I would love to call on Nikki Steele to read our vision statement.
1: Hi everyone. So our vision statement establish a global positivity movement that is touching people around the world. Our efforts are transforming people's lives by shifting their minds into a positive, dominant mindset. Help them make a positivity a permanent habit through the adoption of two word messaging, putting distraction aside by moving forward with focused attention on joy, happiness, love, passion, and peace. Thus, we are making a positively remarkable difference in the world. We are united as one.
0: Thank you so much, Nikki. Each week, we have our thumbs up gesture. It's our way of being positive and showing everybody to stay positive. But today, I have asked L if he would please talk to us a little bit about why he's double thumbs up with us each week. He doesn't just give us one, but there's always two. And then we'll join him in that.
2: Thank you. Thank you, sis. Actually, the Double thumbs up is actually double degree of positivity. You have only one thumbs is one positivity. You have double thumbs up. You have double positivity. Positivity is actually a way of life. Whatever be the situation, how you see the life with uh, with a calm mind actually that actually makes you see the situation as a whole and take the right decision on whatever the problem you are into. So positivity is the way of life with a very calm mind. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And with L Al and all of us just. Posi-posi for today, and every day, I should say. Erin Eddings, you happen to be one of the most positive people I know. I know I said that to Chris. As well. I don't want you guys to think I say that to everybody. But if you would please tell us and read us, you know, why positivity? What is What is this for you? And if you would read the statement for us.
3: Why positivity? When we hear, see, or feel positive. It puts our attitude in a better place. Our spirits are lifted and we accomplish more. It puts us in a healthy mindset.
0: Thank you. And why positivity for you? I mean, are you just here because I make and come here every week?
3: (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, This form, it helps ignite that energy of positivity in you. um, And we all need to be present and control what we can control. And what you can control is
0: being present in the moment. Thank you. Thank you very much. I grapple with this portion of our forum every time. I don't know if you know how difficult this is for me. I have shared with you that whereas faith comes from a biblical standpoint for many, many people. And, uh, you know, when you talk about the real meaning of, of faith, it's biblically faith is a, is a belief, a trust in God based on evidence without a total proof and this idea that it's associated with the leap of faith. it's a common English idi- idiom. but um, among all faith holds a common theme, trust. That's my comfort level with it. but I'm very uncomfortable relating faith to God because I feel that it puts this wall between us. It doesn't mean that you can't be spiritual in your faith and it doesn't mean you can't um, have a love of God within this. And for some, some people, it's very natural to get to that point. But for me, it, it's difficult. I feel that it comes from within. But I, I definitely, for the first time in this forum, I definitely want to say why it's so difficult. And that is, I spent a lot of my youth in a, in a situation where, and I'm sure this can resonate with a lot of you, you are the faith or the religion that your parents raised you in. And that's it, right? well, one of us in this room might be a little bit more rebellious than some of the others. And I felt a need to find out more. I felt a need to go to my friends' places of worship, to go to places that other people had not, and really kind of question where I was growing up versus where I was in my mind. And so my own spirituality has taken this leap of faith. In it, But through it all, through it all, I saw that there's something there that resonated with me. So for whatever it is that this speaks to you on and what is faith, I think it still comes back to this unwavering belief, belief in self or belief in something else. And I think that that is why we can achieve so much through positivity here. And uh, I, I do have a quote here: "To one who has faith, no explanation is necessary, and to one without faith, no explanation is possible."
1: Norm, did you have your hand up, or are you just simply I, up? I did. Up? Have, I did have my hand up. Uh, okay, because I really like what you shared, season, and, and it evolved for me. Uh, much more, started out in, in a spiritual light, but over the years, I've, I've also turned around and as you may know, made the word faith an acronym. And that acronym is pretty simple when I turn around and think of, of F standing for freedom, A standing for attitude, I standing for imagination, T standing for trust, H standing for hope. And I like to think of that as universal or global nature. And, and when you were speaking to this, it just... uh generated uh, a sharing thought. Uh, the, uh, that's why I raised my hand.
0: Well, thank you for that. And and by the way, for those of you who have not uh, been aware, when Norm invited me to host once a month or twice a month or whatever works out for me, and he gave me the slide deck, he did not say, and you have to follow it in the same debt order that I do. Right. So I did have the opportunity to remove this faith portion out of it. But I think I think it is important to what we do and why we're here. And again, I want to invite you all to have a moment or two of your own thoughts on that. Mike Fern, though, has been kind enough to read us and discuss the law of positivity today.
4: Glad to. And uh, thank you all. Good morning to everyone, too. The law of positivity is when you have and practice Positude, which is positive attitude, you will come or become more excellent in whatever you do. Be positive and you will be happy. And as Keith Dyer has created, positude is a consistent conscious decision to have a positive state of mind.
0: Thank you. Did you want to add anything to that? Yeah,
4: I can add this to it. I had I don't know all of the two word messages, but one I was just going to add is happiness shift. The reason I bring up the word happiness shift is that anytime any form of an attitude is created, there is a shift in a course of the thought process. So happiness is a, is a shift. Into a, a state of positive state of positivity. So that was my added comment.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. We have our pillars of strength, and and uh, we have our new one also, which is at the end. And so our our pillars of strength are show that you care, accept responsibility, today's or keep your word, enjoy a little craziness, always think remarkable, treat with respect, and of course the newest one from the third edition. Of Norm Dominguez's book, The Magic of Positivity is Don't Give Up. And I am really looking forward to 2024 and really speaking about Don't Give Up. But more importantly, we have today's speaker, Chris McHenry from Closets by McHenry, by the way. Chris has had an amazing background that I have watched and I have had the opportunity, we met professionally, I've had the opportunity to stay in touch with him over the years. And every time I turn around, I think he is the epitome of a leap of faith. He's planned and he's thorough. I don't want you to think that he just leaps into everything. But of the outside, there's a lot of very, very brave choices from today to tomorrow to the next day to see what he wants to do. And I think he's been successful in each and every one of it. And I really, I when I introduce a guest, I never say something about their awards or anything like this, but I put it right there on the slide. He is a popular speaker. Otherwise, he wouldn't be here, right? But Chris has been featured in the New York Times or the Los Angeles Times, to be correct, LA Weekly, Women's Today, oh, the Oprah Magazine, and as well as the organization skills for your home office and life. But he's been on much more than that too. Way back when I worked with Chris a little bit on his website and the media section was pretty amazing. So this is someone who... Is not afraid to say this is what I'm doing, right? He doesn't hold back, and so I'd love for you to welcome Chris McHenry as he discusses keep your word and enjoy a little craziness today.
3: Thank you, Cece. It's so great to be here and see everyone. See, I'm I am not muted. You can hear me, right? Okay, good. <laughs> I will have to say, I was a. It was great to hear from Cece about three weeks ago, but I was a little stunned when she wanted me to speak on positivity i've never really thought of myself as a overly positive person i don't go around quoting the attitudes to unsolicitedly to people i do not walk around with a smile on my face a lot because i don't like my smile but uh in thinking about this i thought well you know i've i've been in business been at several businesses and i've always been in business for myself I had a business that I started from nothing eight years ago and, and through the ups and downs, we now have a showroom, I have staff, you know, I guess maybe I'm either stubborn or positive. Uh, maybe those two go go together, but I think, you know, creating a business, being a you know, studying business does show some, some portion of positivity. Uh, so I guess maybe I, she's made me realize I'm a little more positive than I thought. I may be the only speaker that you'll ever hear that, or be with it, instead of showcasing their uh, headshot, they show you their closet. This is my closet. Uh, I don't encourage to be in the closet, but I do encourage people that when they're in a closet, it should be beautiful, it should be serene, it should work for them. Do You think of chicken when you think of positivity. This is actually my father and Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders, who some of you may not even know who the heck he is. But when you're in Knoxville, Tennessee in 1960s and 70s, and and uh, the person who started Kentucky Fried Chicken comes to dinner, you're having, a, it's just like having Beyonce come to dinner. But we sold the colonel his chicken when he first came to town. And, you know, this is a man that had many failed businesses, failed relationships, and when he was 65, he started one of the most successful restaurant chains at the time and one of the most successful franchise operations at the time, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And we were the first to sell to him when he came to Knoxville. But then after 20-something years, KFC left us and went to, another, went to another operation that could actually service the whole Southern United States. And that was a big chunk of business that that left us, and I at that time and others, I would ask Dad, you know, what, what, what do you think we're going to do? Is this going to be the end? He said, "We're going to do what we have to do." He said. He never, my father never had a non-positive outlook uh, a day in his life, and that's what I kind of took with took with me. It's not what if something happens, but how are we going to? Adjust our business model, and that's happened here in my own business. It's a community of only seven hundred thousand or less metropolitan area. I'm one of eight closet companies, major closet companies. While there are other people doing closets, and yet we're we're still growing and grow, we've done more business every year from when we, the year we started. And two of those are actually national franchises that have come to town. So. We're able to do what anybody else does. We've done a lot of research to be sure that we have the same products as anybody and maybe offer a little bit more. And we're putting it out there with a positive attitude with all of our staff that we're connecting with everybody that, that we see. Then that gets us into talking about keeping your word. I enjoyed Norm's book. It was it's great to see you again. Uh, thank you for, again, including me today. Keeping your word seems pretty simple. You tell somebody you're going to do something and you do it. But you need to be sure everyone understands what your word is. You may say something, but if you don't have it documented in the, in your proposal or in your sales contract, if you're not sure that both parties understand, in this particular closet, our client wanted not to have system holes in the sides. And we're getting a little bit of closet strategy uh, in amongst this talk, and which are normal. And they wanted their systems to be 24 inches deep instead of the usual 12 to 14. No problem. But we have gone over probably 15 different revisions, which is excessive. And I swear the last time I met with her husband, he said he didn't care. So. We did not put, we did not remove the system holes. When they were delivered, they had system holes. Clients were not happy. I looked in my documents. I did not document anything anywhere. So what did I do? I recut all those panels at a cost of a lot to be sure that when a misunderstanding happens, we keep our word, even if it really isn't our word, as long as it's going to give a positive outlook to a happy client. Difficult conversations are hard to have sometimes. We uh, had another issue come up this morning, but instead of responding when you're in the moment, I do suggest that you take a minute, step aside, let your thoughts cool down a little bit. And it it really does help to Mm -hmm. keep your word and be sure that everybody is happy with the outcome in that moment. And as far as craziness goes, I do think we can all enjoy a little craziness. I take my dog to work every day. Now I do not make Katie sit in this little corner section here in this closet display in the showroom. Apparently we had a storm one day and she got scared and not only went into that corner unit, she sat in that little basket that she had never sat in before. But it did make a good photo op. But it is wonderful if you have a pet or if you have a diversion to have that in the office with you. If you have it, if you're going, if you're not working from home and you're in an office. In my former life in the chicken business, uh, it was a family business. My brother brought his Labrador Retriever with him every day, and Jody was a great guy. I miss him. he's been gone for about 10 years. but he was never a very positive person at work. He was always always me well we can't do this. But whenever there was a problem at work, nothing made him feel better than to put that 30 pound dog in his lap and pet it. So it's great to find your own craziness, whether it's in a pet, whether it's taking time for yourself to go go to um, a show, go to a movie, Whatever whatever you enjoyed. I'm going to Williamsburg for Christmas. I haven't been there in years. And I just love the architecture and the design, designs of Williamsburg. So we're going to be there actually with some friends over Christmas Day. I can't wait. At my home, I actually put in a little boxwood garden in the backyard. It's nice to walk back there and just enjoy the craziness of, of uh, a little garden that you've created. And when... Things are too crazy. Just like I said earlier, you know, step away before and gets clear your space and clear your head. As a former organizer, I think this last slide does kind of help to say it all. While I think it's great to start your I mean start your day in a beautiful closet, it kind of sets the tone for your day as to how you're going to get dressed, what kind of positive outlook you're going to have. We always tell people in their garage when they're purchasing a a garage project from us, you know, your garage is the last place you see when you're leaving in the morning for work. It's the first place you see when you come home. And when you're making that distinction between the business of the day and the family and the home in the evening, if you drive into a cluttered space, if you stumble out of your car because you can't even get the door open for stuff in there, Create a positive environment by clearing the clutter and start your day with calm. And hopefully you will end it the same way. That's my take on those two pillars of positivity. Uh, I appreciate y'all allowing me to share with you today.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. Before we move to the next next portion where we do talk about two-word messaging, you know what? I'm going to change exactly what I was going to say. Go ahead, Dave, Let's go to the next slide, and I'm going to turn to Norm. But wait,
4: I, I just have to throw something in the room. Yeah. The, the two people that have been speaking, yourself, Cece and Chris, you two were thick as thieves. And it was a lot of fun energy that bounced between the two. And if anybody in the room remembers Mayberry RFB, you will see Aunt B and Clara on the screen right now
3: that's how these two work
0: Uh, all right i (laughs) that's just because
3: i like to gossip
0: (laughs) you know when you work together with someone and chris and i have a history together in bni sometimes you work separately uh almost the way children are we call it parallel play you're each doing your own thing, but you're right next to each other and and you're enjoying that company. That's, um, not how Chris and I were working. We were on the phone in the car almost daily or, uh, in person. And it was really a tremendous uh, amount of fun. And, uh, we bopped back and forth between who was aunt B and who was Clara, you know, because I couldn't keep it straight. That was I'm on, on my fault, but it was, uh, hi, you know, and then that Mayberry RFD thing. And so it's not just because of Chris's background, you know, being raised in the South, but it's also having a commonality. And that was we're the TV generation, right? And so I I think everything that comes across is a part of that. And I think if you look at the people close to you, there's a commonality, even if you're in different worlds. Uh, Dave and I, you know, we're married, uh, you know, we were on completely different coasts. We never met, but for, for many, many years, but it had that same commonality from in different different places. And that's what came through today too with Chris is just who you are, the way you are. And Mike Hayashi, great insight shared in a short time. Chris, thank you so much for saying so. Mike, what was your biggest takeaway from today? We can go to the two word messages while Mike is
1: talking.
5: I think we all forget how tough it is to wake up every Monday morning for years and years, and not have something keep us from starting positive. Um, so it's a good reminder just to to clear your mind and and to to start the day with a clean slate. And whatever comes your way, I love the way Chris puts it. You know, it's it's keep it uncluttered, uncluttered, and and handle it as it comes. I look forward to these mornings just because I try to find one or two new insights or something that I haven't thought of. In years, and it, it's just a great reminder. So, uh, thank you to Norm, and thank you to all of you. It's just a nice way to start a money. I'm I'm super busy. I was up till three a.m. last night. I had a project to work on, and I'm heading to a TV station in a little bit to to do a spot for a, a four minute spot for the news for holiday safety. So I have a lot on my mind, but I wanted to make sure I was here. So thank you so much, Chris.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you for being a part of that, Chris. You opted not to share a photo of Colonel Sanders that I've seen at least once. Do you have any idea what photo I'm speaking about?
3: No. It wasn't
0: your father with him. It was yourself.
3: I didn't even know I had a picture of myself with the colonel.
0: All right. So there was a very young. uh,
3: I was like like eight or nine when that happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so um, that is with, without telling the whole story and everything, cause that's not mine to tell that is when I wrote down my two word messaging that I got out of, out of this, that's where I went when you said he was 65 when he started his business and my two word message out of this whole list, I wrote down was 65. That to me is tremendously positive. Right at at any point in your life, you can say, "Where's the how-to?" Which you also gave us in our today's list, and you ended it with what I think was tremendous, and that was uh, visual calm. Mm -hmm. Right? If you don't if you don't have a visual calm, then you cannot have that positive environment. So I'd, I'd love for us to go on and share our two word messages that we either got out of Chris's presentation today. Or our own to share with one another. New closet. Thanks for. <laughs>
1: well, I like. She's going to chime in a little bit on this because uh, when I when I look at your two-word message slide here, and I listen to Chris uh, dive into "I uh, Never Give Up" and as well as uh, "Enjoy a Little Craziness" and "Keep Your Word," and Mike, your comments. And so I got, I got three different personalities. And what struck me is one of the things when you create two-word messages and you have a collection of them, like what you shared on the screen right there, is it becomes what I would call a positivity umbrella. And I'm thinking to myself, Mike, you staying up till three o'clock in the morning to work on something. And on that project, there may be three or four two word messages that could pop into your mind or or a message you wanna deliver in the recording that you need to do or presentation you may need to make that there's a combination of two word messages. And that combination of two word messages can become a positivity uh, umbrella that you can draw from. And each one of those panels would represent a two word message And and I know that's when I'm thinking about starting the day, starting the week, starting the month, uh, how influential little two word messaging. And I'm looking at start living is one that I have stuck on my computer, but it's not something I created, but it reminds me of a woman by the name of Julie Jones. And she uses that. And, uh, she's a very involved. Then I remember here in my backyard in Phoenix. So I thought I'd just chime in with that because it's not just the two words; it's what you can do with two words and how they can they can impact you.
0: Absolutely. And in reading back and and going to some of this, um, the two word messages I'm seeing here, I went back too far. Doctor Doctor Rick had something to say. There you are, new closet.
5: Okay, thank you. I put the word new closet. The reason is when, when you picture yourself in your normal closet and you have Chris going to come make a new closet, a new, nice, bright, clean closet, you leave and you picture your old closet, you come and you open your door and you see that new closet. It's bright. It's clean. Everything's in order. It puts a smile on your face. It puts your mind in a positive attitude because of what he did, the before versus the after. And that change in what it was before to what he did, as well as the garage, it just puts you in a nice positive attitude with a big smile on your face. You feel good. So his work puts your mind in a positive attitude.
0: Thank you, thank you for that. Kinda, there you go. Stay consistent.
6: Yeah, I am. Um, I find that. Um we can accomplish anything if we keep our consistency and just not not giving up i mean that would be the same as not giving up i just uh, went back to my yoga practice and the stretch ninja was so tight but i just kept chipping away at it and um i'm noticing some major gains so i'm really inspired to um just
0: stay the course. Stay the course is, is a good one also there, but it's got three words. So we have to work on that one. Mike, did you have an opportunity to discuss uh, Be Fascinated?
5: I got this from uh, Jim Roan, who I was privileged to hear several times. I was in the first, ro- first row one time when I spoke um, at a large group. And he said something that I passed along to many, many people. When something happens, it's always so easy to get frustrated. And he always used the word fascinating. He said, just turn it around. He said, when somebody cuts you off in traffic, just say fascinating. It's something that makes you smile. It makes you realize that that's what they do they cut in and out of traffic they run red light they they they're riding on your tail they they're speeding you know fascinating it's fascinating that they're still alive you know fascinating that no one's pulled a gun out and shot them you know it's it I love that word and I've used it my wife has pulled it into her life now everything something happens at work uh she pulls that word out it just makes her smile and um I I just rather be fascinated by someone than, than frustrated it's just a nice way to to look at the world when you when you go out because there's a lot of frustrating people out there.
1: <laughs> right?
0: That's quite a mind shift too, just watching just yeah, that. Johan, where's Johan on my screen? There we are, sir. Calm yeah. mind.
4: Calm mind, yes. Uh, like the picture of the garage, please. That's uh, not my garage. <laughs> but I can understand. It's uh, also about your working desk, for example. That's Keep your mind calm, keep everything organized, and uh, your mind will be calm. And it's great to start your day with a calm mind and end the day, as we said, also with a calm mind. So you sleep better, you feel better, and you wake up and have a positive day, and everything will be magic.
6: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Don't overlook the small things you do each day that make yeah. your your day and your mind change in a positive manner l yes do it your way do you generally have the opportunity to do it your way
2: yes of course uh, Till now i've been doing it my way just not uh, i just uh, share my own thoughts my own way of doing things because the what, what happens is when you start doing it your way it's actually the way you it's your style of doing it, so you have your own identity. So you know you are not. You are always in a pack of you know, in a pack of people, in a pack of wolves. You are you are a, you are a different wolf. So you need to be different when you are, when you want to show something to the world. You need to be different. So you do it your way, and that's how the world world will follow it on one day. That's as simple as that. Oh, thank you. Thank
0: you, For, uh, You uh, you shared my way. Is that uh, making it two two words or?
2: Yeah, Frank Sinatra. Or are you just
0: saying, do it my way, because yeah. that's what I tell my kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, isn't it Frank Sinatra's song, my way. Anyway, but yeah, make it into two words that way.
0: Excellent, thank okay. you. All right, you know, I was doing a little visual count, as Norman usually does in the beginning, of how many countries we have here. And uh, so we do have five five countries here today, which is amazing. I often wonder, though, how we got to be so global, how we got to be so international. Would we be doing this if we didn't have uh, the internet? Is positivity such a desire of so many countries? And in today's times, I don't want to get into a political conversation about that. But if I look at each one of you in your own way, the steps that you are taking to make that happen, I mean, I could just highlight right now, Dave Palmer with Speak Up for the Poor, who's literally in the United States making positive steps for another country and the work he does in Bangladesh. But I don't want to just highlight him. Sorry about that, Dave. Uh, I think each one of us, just by participating here today, are making those small movements. We come back to the ripple effect. And I thank you all for the work that you do. I just want to tell you that the photo on the back is actually a screenshot of a portion of the cover of the third edition of the Magic of Positivity. Um, so right there, Norm, even just by your photo there, you know, you're, you're a big part of this. But in today's quote, though, is a person who's never made a mistake, has never tried anything new. Albert Einstein. Chris, how many new things have you tried?
3: Well, I have not thought to count, but we try something new probably several times a week.
2: Absolutely.
0: right? It's not just the big business ones. There's more to it than that. We have several people in the room who've taken leaps of faith. And David, I haven't had much chance to speak to you, but if you want to jump in here or put something in the chat, please do. Uh, If you were to talk about or count on your fingers or whatever it is, the amount of times that you've tried something new, whatever it is, and you could go personal, professional, anything you want. Could you just type that into the chat for me? I'm curious. Ran out of fingers and toes. Thank thank you, Heath. (laughs) Heath, what's the one thing that sticks out the most to you? Because you've had some major changes.
3: So, trying things new. Uh, three weeks ago, I became a certified scuba diver. <laughs> wow,
0: that's that's wonderful, right? And yeah. uh, not just the not just the the motion of doing something like that, but now what are you seeing in that? Your vision of the world is a little bit different underwater, in a good way.
3: Absolutely, enlightened me to a whole new world I had never experienced before. And it was something that I had really pushed my limits on after my medical issue of a few years ago. I'm now the third person to go scuba diving after that event. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's a whole second session of the forum <laughs> as you was a presenter later at some point. <laughs> Terrific. Anybody else wanna jump on there?
1: You know, a comment that I can make on the quote, a person has never made a mistake, never tried anything new. And- particularly coming from Albert Einstein. You know, when he put together his theory of relativity, he was in his late teens or early 20s. When he passed uh, in his mid-70s, he did not think he had completed the journey. He was always trying something new because there was so much to uncover in terms of the theory that he had created. So... So it can be, as you have done, Heath jumped into another realm of activity, or even within the activity that you have, you're always trying to make it better.
0: Thank you, Norm. Mike, you've been doing this since you were 10, learning new self-defense techniques? So that's yeah. That, I've got the
5: bruises and the broken nose and the <laughs> the, the medical bills from the ERs to prove it.
0: <laughs> um, oh, there is a hand up. Thank you, Dave Palmer. Kind of, please go ahead. You're so polite.
6: Oh yes, it's uh, Kina. Um, I was just going to say mm-hmm. that at uh, 15, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and athleticism has always been something that. I've liked to push myself and also encouraging my clients so I've run several marathons you know under the advisement and the recommendations of my endocrinologist but um you know I was told that exercise was not advised by the uh diabetes educator cuz it would complicate things so I use it as fuel to actually prove that I could. So that's always been the thing that's fueled me is, um, you know, just really, you know, just as a person who has never made a mistake, never tried anything new. So, you know, hey, it's just got to keep pushing ourselves, right? So. Matt, you strike me as
0: the kind of person who would say, well, that's great advice, but I'm still going to do it, right? And I do want to <laughs> apologize Yeah, I know we've had the conversation before. <laughs> yep. but we're the only two people I know that pronounce that Y like an E, and there I went and dropped it. for so. That's okay. I'll answer to Zena too. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to be sensitive to everybody's time. I hope I'm not cutting you all off short. This is pretty exciting for me. Uh, it is not often that um, we have that somebody can make the step to release a new version of it. But the fact that I, I got to be in sync with our, our founder here, our co-founder with uh, releasing a new, t- new version of the book. So I invite you to, if you have not already gotten your copy, to get the copy of The Magic of Positivity. And I'm going to put some URLs in, in the room. And also the new edition of today's reminder to allow you to create a positive life, put your goals in there and journal it but um, I did want to shine a light. Did I lose Keith? We have the opportunity here every week to, to meet the co-founder of the Posi Global Movement, which is Norm Dominguez, and be a part of this forum. But we do have, in the last two weeks or so, Keith Dyer, who we we have this quote we've had the opportunity to have him here for a whole session. And that doesn't often happen uh, with the time difference and the time change. Keith, are you able to speak today and keep the connection? but we are getting the posi, posi, the two thumbs up for him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. And uh, for for the two of you bringing such a wonderful global movement to us in next week on December 6th, again, at 9.00 AM Pacific times, I invite you to return and be back here with us where our host, you will we'll return you back to our normal host, Norm Dominguez. Norm, do you have a guest for next week that you'd like to share with us?
1: Not at this moment, but we're working on it.
0: Always a surprise with you. Our session today has ended. And again, great, great time with you, Chris.